Hello listeners, I am your host, a cinematic witness, and herald of the story monster. Some of you have heard me say this line before. Others are probably hearing it for the first time. You've probably never thought about what it means, or the role I play in your survival. There are tales to be told, yes, but to whom and why? The story monster is an entity of immense power, rivaled only by its hunger to consume tales. Tales of adventure, comedy, or drama, but the tastiest ones are tales of despair. (laughs) Without further ado, let's get into our first tale of the month for October. A young man whose future bears no fruit, only husk. Graduation is supposed to be happy. I think it's a burden. My family expects me to be an overnight success. With a degree in film and television, they think I'll be a famous actor or something. Imagine their faces when they found out I'm working as a production assistant on a children's TV show. Dougie the Cat Detective. A program about a humanoid feline who dresses like a knockoff Sherlock Holmes. I saw him on stage a few times, but never out of costume. Rumor is, he or she never takes it off. The production crew have a wager going. Whoever can snap a photo of Dougie without the mask gets $500. Might not mean much to them, but (laughs) for me it makes all the difference. Hell or high water? I'm going to get that picture. I'm setting up the catering table and I hear a loud buzz and the snap of a clapperboard. Silence on the stage. Action. Everyone stops in place like mannequins. Blue and yellow lights fixed on the red cardboard door with glitter ordaining the frame. I take notice of the empty seats in front of the set. No live audience. Zachary. One of the interns comes over and whispers, he doesn't like kids or people as far as I know. They add applause and laughs later, you know, like a laugh track. The intro theme plays blaring out of the speaker. The door opens and Dougie walks in, waving at the phantom audience. Dougie's fur is gray. He's wearing a deerstalker hat and white gloves. When he speaks, the animatronic mouth flaps in sync with every word. After placing all the sodas on the table in slow motion, I turn around to catch Dougie staring at me from across the room. Those big, soulless eyes never blinking. Suddenly, I feel lightheaded, as if all the happiness in the world disappeared. The worst memories I can recall rush to the front of my mind. My girlfriend cheating on me. My father dying on the side of the road. 
and the shame of my family for obtaining a useless degree. I shake away the thoughts and get a drink of water. After 40 minutes, the director yells, That's a wrap. Good job, everyone. Thank you for all your hard work. Dougie exits through the same door. Zachary trails behind. I press my back against the wall, concealing myself behind the pillars. Man, I could sure use that $500. I'm not going to let Zachary beat me to the punch. He tiptoes, moving only when Dougie goes through a curtain or bends the corner. His pace gradually increases along with the clutter polluting the hallway. Wooden slats, empty bins, spools of thick cable, and wardrobe racks. The place is a maze. Fluorescent tube lights flicker and dim. Dougie and Zachary are gone. I'm at an intersection. Rooms align the narrow hall on both sides. The paint on the wall is peeling. Bricks loose and disordered, as if removed and put back in a rush. I dare not think about what's behind them. The AC vents above rattle and hum. In a low voice, I call out to Zachary. Zach! Psst! Zach! It's me, Marcus. A strange odor seeps into my nostrils. Hints of ammonia and burnt hot dogs. I try not to cough. Out the corner of my eye, something moves at the end of the corridor. A large shadow cast on the dingy wall. Its silhouette matching the cat detective himself, Dougie. Do you like what you're hearing? Consider making a contribution with listener support by clicking the link in the description. A dollar can go a long way, but a like and share can go even further. Thanks for listening. Follow the Story Monster on Facebook.com slash The Cinematic Witness and on Instagram at Instagram.com slash The underscore Story Monster and on Twitter.com slash The Story Monster. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. I could see the gloved hand beckoning to me. Oh, hell no. Fuck that. I go back the way I came, retracing my steps. Those posters on the wall couldn't have been there before. Each one is black and white, some torn and wrinkled. As I make my way past them, the images play out like a flipbook. Kids dancing around Dougie in a circle. What the hell is that? In the preceding frames, the children shrink. Their round faces sink in. The hair on their heads gray. And soon their bodies are husk, with large clothes hanging on them. Their expressions cemented in pain, like the mummies of Pompeii. A familiar jingle echoes through the hall, jolting me back to my surroundings. This time the tune is slower, creepier, sinister. My fingers twitch and I'm sweating profusely. I grab my phone and dial Zach. There's a rumbling on the linoleum floor. He must have dropped it. The rumble grows louder. Peeking around the corner, I discover a terrible scene. Zach, or what's left of him, curled in the fetal position. His face locked in a perpetual state of fear. The hairs on my neck stand on end 
Someone is behind me. In a panic, I jabbed my elbow backwards, striking what felt like a chest. No reaction. I raised my fist, preparing to fight. Dougie throws up his hands, signaling me to stop. He places them on the side of the headpiece, turning it left, then right. A clicking noise emits as he lifts up the helmet. What I see makes my neck cramp. The muscles in my body atrophy. My brain is shriveling into a rubbery gob. I remain conscious in the darkness. The void wrapping around me. There is no sadness. No worry. Only pure serenity. Tropical breeze fabric softener is the scent I take with me as my limbs fold on each other. It's glorious, grotesque, ancient. It's beautiful and repulsing all at once. Zack feels the same. He tells me as much when I arrive on the set. Only this time, I sit in the stands. The ones we believed empty when our vision is human shells were clouded. No more. We are together now and bear witness to his gaze for all eternity. We love Dougie and he loves us. Without him, we are nothing. We our husk. I hope you enjoyed that tale of despair. There will be many more to come in the month of October. Make sure you leave a positive rating on Spotify and a good review on Apple Podcasts to help the platform grow. Thank you for listening. Once again, I am the Cinematic Witness. There are tales to be told, and I will bear witness. Follow the Story Monster on Facebook.com slash The Cinematic Witness and on Instagram at Instagram.com slash The underscore Story Monster and on Twitter.com slash The Story Monster.